I personally don't think storytelling can nor should be defined by the medium. I'm pretty sure people would agree with me on that, whether they know it or not. This is the podcast Filmmaker. My name is Jared Isham, co-founder, chief creative, and filmmaker at Stageham Entertainment. Stageham Entertainment is dedicated to the development and production of independent entertainment for and in association with distribution partners. We aim to shift perspectives and broaden horizons through stories that touch the heart. As a filmmaker, I define what I do as a storyteller through motion pictures, a series of images that, when viewed in quick succession, create the illusion of motion. The stories I tell typically include a protagonist with a goal that is faced with heavy opposition and must overcome it to achieve their goal and come out changed on the other side. The ultimate goal is to be able to better tell stories that engage with the audience. But what it really comes down to is if you want to share stories with other people, you need them to listen. If you want people to listen, you need them to remain engaged. And it doesn't matter if your story told with motion pictures is shown in the movie theaters, at a film festival, streaming on the latest streaming services, broadcast or traditional television, purchased from a VOD provider, or even purchased from your favorite box retailer. I'm sure my next thoughts may ruffle a number of feathers and particularly ruffle the feathers of those rooted in traditional filmmaking. I see a great value in how new technologies and platforms could benefit storytellers and more specifically, filmmakers. The term we all hear now is content creator. And whether you like it or not, artfully made films are also forms of content. Let's take for an example, a museum. When they receive a collection for an exhibit, they need to catalog all the pieces of art in the collection. It then is put on display in their museum and visitors come and admire the work. It is loved by a lot of people. Then there's another group of people that come in admiring the works of Rembrandt, Courbet, Menzel, Eakins, Demir, Bonhauer, Hopper, And then they get to Picasso, Pollock, Munch, and they say, this is awful. Why would anyone in their right mind put that in a museum? My dog paints better than this. Is it art? Did it take time? Did the painters have an intention behind it? Did the painters train and develop their style? Getting a little technical in the matter. Look at what the art exhibit is referred to by the museum, part of their catalog. What can be included in a catalog? Art, items, work, content? Content is not necessarily art, but art is definitely content. But semantics of what you call it is less important than how you use it. Modern technology has allowed everyone with a smartphone and internet or a computer with internet access to have global access to distribution for zero. Zero dollars. Easy peasy. 
there was a time not too long ago that being able to release your work to the world was not possible for a high school student with a camera. Now they can snap a photo or video in less than a minute and have it available to the world to watch. And on top of that, more people see that video than watch primetime TV shows in the 90s, early 2000s, today. So what does this mean for storytelling? Truth be told, my favorite form of storytelling is in long-form content crafted for the big screen. I enjoy it, I understand it, and I thrive when making it. But there is extreme satisfaction in creating something and instantly getting feedback. The experimentation aspects are great, and when there are limitations, it oftentimes forces the creator to be, dare I say, creative. So when it comes to platforms such as Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, there is a goldmine for creative expression and experimentation, and the possibilities feel endless. As a filmmaker, one thing that is a must is having a website, whether it is a portfolio to showcase your work or a website to promote your next film. They both need a website. For all of my websites, I use Bluehost. I can host multiple domains under one account. They have an easy one-click WordPress install where I can then choose from an endless list of themes and create an easily customizable website, along with a list of domain extensions that are always increasing. To get started, go to jaredisham.com bluehost. Traditional long-form storytelling, i.e. feature films, that you might see in a movie theater sitting down with friends and family with a bowl of popcorn, that is what I strive for. But the new form of storytelling on social platforms such as Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube should not be treated as subpar. Just look at how many eyeballs are on those platforms daily. YouTube has the number one highest reach of viewing hours among ad-supported streaming services with 2 billion, with a B, watching on the platform every month, or TikTok that is in 150 plus markets operating in 35 plus languages and the number one downloaded app in 40 plus countries, and Snapchat with an on average 306 million people using it every day, spending over 30 minutes daily on the platform. And all of this as of October 2021. I'll link my sources in the show notes. The eyeballs are there. And if you're a filmmaker that wants people to see your work, viewing how you tell your stories could benefit you greatly. This moves beyond just traditional films and storytelling, but for the commercial filmmaker as well. With all these platforms, they need to be supported by something. If you don't pay a monthly premium subscription, you are likely going to be served ads and those ads need to be made. I'm very excited about the creatives that can be thought up for advertising on these platforms. The initial response for people advertising on these platforms is to think of a new aspect ratio. We are no longer really just working with a 16 by 9 frame or a cinema scope aspect ratio. The wider, the better, in my opinion. But vertical? Why? 
Remember when TV came out? The theaters stretched their screens wider because the 4x3 or full-frame viewing of movies was too similar to the TV experience and they had to set themselves apart. Maybe we just need to think of vertical video as its own platform and the aspect ratio is what sets it apart from other viewing experiences. For many artists, when they get stuck and can't think creatively or feel like they're doing the same thing and nothing new, they change their environment. They do something different, go on a walk, force a new approach, get feedback. Maybe when we as filmmakers get stuck in creating the same thing over and over again, we just need to pick up our phone or turn our camera sideways and see what we come up with. It's not a replacement for what we are used to. It's just another outlet, another tool. How about websites? This is not as new as some of these other social platforms. Websites have been around for a number of decades. My first website was in the 90s, and looking back on it, then I was still telling stories. The advancements have been incredible, and instead of my trying to figure out how to compress a video small enough to quickly transfer over a 56.6 kbps modem speed, now I think of how I can visually lead people through an experience. I incorporate video, images, and words to tell stories. I have e-commerce shops, and the outlet is amazing. Websites is an incredible way to tell stories visually and audibly. Now, there are two other ways I want to cover that stories can be shared in unique ways that has helped me to think differently about how I craft stories and what I try as a storyteller. Podcasts. You are listening to one right now, but more than an essay type expose like this might feel, podcasts looked at like the old time radio shows are an incredible way to stretch your creative muscle and share stories in a way you haven't done so before. Speaking of which, there are some great podcasts that I recommend you checking out that have helped me to reframe how I approach storytelling in an audio only medium. Almost anything from Public Radio Alliance, Tannis, Rabbits, The Last Movie, Two Up Production Podcast, Limetown, 36 Questions, Dark Hour with Terry Carnation. There are a few to get you started. When you remind yourself that the argument that stories can't be confined to a screen in your pocket, you'll remember that stories also can't be confined to a screen in a dark room shared with other viewers or a television set. Stories also can't be confined to a screen. They live in audio forms through advertisements and my last form of storytelling and arguably one of the oldest maybe that is an, even an argument, is print, books, magazine, etc. Stories often need to be written down before they are recorded. Don't let the platform keep you from creating. There are eyeballs everywhere on these new platforms in the traditional methods of distribution. What does this all mean? It means that where there are eyeballs, there's funding or revenue, money. It's up to the artist to put on that business hat and figure out how to blend the art with the commerce. 
And that is where the word content angers so many. Guaranteed, the folks making content are likely creating far more than those who are valuing their art with such high regard. Time is time. And whether you like it or not, scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or Snapchat does compete with your movie on the big screen or streaming on one of the top tier platforms. Something you need to be aware of, something you need to embrace to help you better tell your stories. So if you want to spend 90 minutes watching a movie that shows the origin of where I got my start, then visit Zumo TV and watch my first film, Bounty, streaming now for free. I've provided a link in the description. This is super exciting to see that this 10 plus year old film still has a life. As it becomes available on more platforms, I will let you know. This is the podcast, Filmmaker. A collaboration between Stageham Entertainment and Dreamer Productions. Produced, hosted, and edited by me, Jared Eichel.